Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show. Leadership is changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting, meaning leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of being irrelevant or becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is to taking our listeners' leadership to another level, by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's episode, which is a mashup where I have three fantastic guests that we've actually taken from different episodes. Look, you know, we've just been going on a year now, and uh, we did the big celebrations for the one year last week, which was well, on the weekend as well, which was fantastic. And thank you for, once again, the tremendous support that still continues to keep coming in, even though we've done the celebration. So thank you so much to everybody who's doing that. Hey, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, come along and join us in those different platforms. We would love to see you there in those different platforms for sure. Okay, I've got three wonderful guests who we're doing this mashup with. From episode 108, Mark Trafford, who's a successful entrepreneur, and he also runs an organization called the Networking Group, TNG. So he's uh, from episode 108. Episode 110, Russ Perry. Now, Russ is the founder and the CEO of Design Pickle. And if you're interested in that, so Design Pickle, they, what they do is they do a lot of the design stuff, flat fee, and it's fantastic. And this is where I get all my artwork and all that done. If you're really interested, there's a link on episode 1110 that you can go to that have my affiliate link that you can go in and you're going to get a discount uh, on your first month, I think. You're going to get some, uh, some, some little bit of a discount. So check that out. Episode 111, Paul Taval. Paul is an international expert around workplace and um, how to work from home, employment relations and things like that. Great guy. And all three of them have shared some wonderful insights and so forth on their episodes. So here's a small snippet of each of them. And team, sit back, relax, take some notes and enjoy the mashup. So this program, this podcast is called Leadership is Changing. With that title, when I mentioned that title, what does that mean for you? What it means for me, I think, is, is that as leaders, we are changing, which in turn means that leadership is changing overall. And it means that we're all having to, I guess, look inwards and particularly in the environment we're in now, look inwards about how we lead. So how I lead now has changed significantly since how I would lead in the corporate world. 
I like the franchising or the licensing model because my teams have a, a monetary and a business interest vested with me. It's a reciprocal agreement I like to term it as. So as a leader, what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm, I'm yes, I'm leading a brand or actually two brands, but I'm encouraging and I'm mentoring and I'm using my extensive leadership and corporate knowledge to help SMEs to lead their businesses in turn. So for me, leadership is changing at the moment. It was changing anyway for me personally, but it's changing. I think that if you are not technologically moving forward with your business, I mean, podcast, Zoom, it doesn't matter what that is. When we went into our first lockdown in New Zealand, we completely changed the way that our clients and all of our owners interacted as teams. So leadership is about creating more opportunities to interact with each other at a better level and then do that with your clients as well. Make it easier for your clients. Show them what you can do in that leadership. So for me, it's about making sure that I've got the right people around me. You know, my strength is, is ideas. People follow my ideas. Some of them are crazy. Some of them have cost money, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. But they follow ideas. And what I'm trying to create, particularly with the networking group and putting business owners in a room, is I'm trying to create a tribe of people that believe that helping each other in business is the right thing to do. So I'm wanting to lead a tribe of people who genuinely want to help each other be better in business. And that's what leadership for me means now. But actually, you have to get with the times. You know, if you're not constantly improving everything in your business, you, you know, your software, we've updated all our software and all of our businesses, then you're not leading. You have to be leading by example. For me, get the, having the best team around me, all of the people that do the things well that I don't do in this modern world. So we now have full-time IT people that we didn't have before. Yep. We have to make sure we are the best leaders by having the best people around us. What I also ask from my people now and what came out of, out of COVID in that particular couple of lockdowns in New Zealand was I've asked them to step up to the next level. Step up to the next level and be comfortable in leading what you do. So if you're our IT guru, then you lead. You lead that. If you're our sales and marketing team within our brands, then you lead that. I don't lead that. You lead that. I know nothing about IT. You lead that. So it's about getting them to lead their part of the business. And I think that's where leadership needs to change. If you are not empowering your people and your teams, you're, you're not going to survive in this world. Yeah, I love it, Mark. And I and, and listeners, you know, Mark Trappett here is sharing some beautiful wisdoms and uh, insights here in, in relation to around leadership is changing. And, you know, leaders need to get up uh, with the times are fantastic and being the best leaders by having the best people around you. And then he's enabling people to step up to the next level and lead and leave those, lead those different areas, which is uh, fantastic. So, yeah, I, I love it, Mark. Hey, um. The show is called Leadership is Changing, and that uh, title there, um, you know, when I was recovering from the having the tumour removed, this is one of the ideas that popped into my head, and so it was like, wow, 
And so leadership is changing. When I, when I say that title, what does that mean for you? I mean, we've talked a lot of already in just a few minutes we've started here about that hunger for growth. And I believe that is one of the hallmarks of successful leaders today is their ability to adapt and grow. My business is not exempt from change. And I think every business today, the first 20 years of their business, things are changing. The dynamics, the economies, the people, the technology, all of that. And and that is unique. I mean, if you think of leaders of the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, they were leading companies that were very monolithic. They were very slow to innovate. Innovations came from companies like GE. They came from companies like, you know, Hewlett Packard and Bell or Hewlett Packard. And I was going to say Bell, Dell (laughs) and, you know, like the tech companies. But now those innovations can happen with two guys and some software coming out of wherever, you know, middle of nowhere. So the ability to change as a leader is the most critical function, I believe, in terms of being a successful leader. And like, so leadership is changing is to me when I hear that is it's like, that's job requirement. Number one for a leader is to be able to navigate that and to, and to be comfortable with it. I'm excited for it. You know, I, I, again, I'll I'll talk, I was just on one-on-ones with my engineering team and we were talking about some technology that we're working that's two, three, four years out, but this technology is like, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit, but you know, disclaimer, this is not happening anytime soon. If you're a design pickle client, like, you know, predictive algorithms to match you with the best creative, that's all done right now, kind of by hand. Like we do, we do a lot of that manually, but there's no reason why we can't look at your brand. We can't look at the past work of a creative. We can't look at this new layer of machine learning inside our technology to do that at scale and do it in a way that sees success in the creative process. To me, that's change. And I'm like stoked, you know, like I'm really excited. Other leaders might be like, no, 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 no. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, that's that's obviously the, not the path that I, I recommend. <laughs> yeah. And what I really like about that is the fact that, um, you know, there is a lot of people, leaders like that, as you said, they don't want to do it. They want to stay in their comfort zone. We're okay. But then, like in my introduction, if they're not changing quick enough, then they're becoming irrelevant to being left behind. Now, you're talking about four years, maybe longer out there in the future, which is fantastic. So you're starting to think about the future, but it starts now. And what I always say, Russ, is that wherever you are today in life, whether it be in a leadership role, whatever you've done, it's based on what you've done in the last five years. And mm-hmm. so what you're doing now is setting yourself up for the future, which is which is beautiful to see as well. Hey, Paul. The the show is called Leadership is Changing. When I when we mention that uh, that title of the show, well, what does that mean for you? Well, for me, it's an of course, because life is changing, mm. and but leadership is changing from the old classic, Taylor Anglo-Saxon approach to a much more approach where we look at professionals and the leaders are the facilitators. They take care that professionals can do the job. Look, look in hospitals now with, with COVID. You can have a manager who is telling all the nurses what to do. But, hey, we have on the ICU one nurse on three or four people in Europe. That means that there is no time for a manager to say anything. So what we do now suddenly is trust 
that they are the true professionals. And that if we facilitate them in time management, hey, you've been there 20 minutes, come out, 10 minutes rest. Okay, you can do another one. So we start facilitating the professionals in doing their job. That, for me, is leadership. Yep. Facilitating the professionals. Even if it's a house cleaner, they know what to do. They are the professionals. Otherwise, I would do it myself. But, hey, they are the professional. So I facilitate, create the surroundings that they can have their own autonomy, their own responsibility, and do their job. That, for me, is the new leadership instead of the old hierarchy pyramid where the top says what to do to the next level. And then you get the things that when you look up, you see only assholes. And and the, the one at the top said, oh, I see only shitheads. But, hey, that's that's the old version of leadership. Yeah, you can picture it yourself. Yes. That, that That's done, but still, I think 60% of the companies are run that way. I yeah. come into companies and I see it and then I say, hey, happiness makes money. And they said, yeah, if they do what I tell them. Nice. No, it's the other way around. Nice. So going from hierarchy leadership to facilitated leadership. Yeah, in, in, in Europe, we call it the Rhineland model. That's the Rhine is a big river coming from Switzerland, Germany to the Netherlands. And it's a broad river. Yep. And we say, give them space. Let them, let them flow. Create a situation that people can flow, that they have space, that they can do. But hey, still take care of the bridges and all the stuff. Rhineland model, professionals on the horizontal X and virtual, all the facilitators, the financial guy, human being management instead of human resource management. Uh, it's about human beings. And then give them give them the field. Oh, I love that analogy of the Rhine River. And, and for listeners, if you haven't been there or haven't seen it, it's amazing. Even if you can Google it or check on YouTube to see the Rhine River, Paul is right. It is very wide. And it's and I love the analogy that you're talking about giving them that space to be who they are and what they need to do. At the end of the day, it's still a river. At the end of the day, you're still a leader, right? So um, Exactly. Uh, I, I sometimes think that the more traditional managers are afraid of losing their power, their mm. control. And for me, it's important that you need to trust people. And trust only comes when you have transparency and truth. If you combine transparency and truth, you will get trust. So what we see, even in Corona times, people are working from home. I, as a leader, have no idea what they are doing. There are companies say, hey, you need to check in on Teams or whatever at 8 p.m. of 8 a.m. They close it 15 minutes later. If I tell you, hey, I trust that you're doing your job. If you have any questions, please let me know. I will support you. I will be there. If you need to take 30 minutes off, go ahead. Then I give you trust. And with trust comes responsibility on the other side. So I think because you say, hey, Paul, you can go for a walk for 30 minutes, whatever. Then I think, yeah, but he gave me that trust. 
now I have to be honest to him as well. Mm. So I'm giving it back. You support me, I will service you. And I think that's that's the thing we should do. And I think females are far more better in it than males. Uh, so we need to shift a little bit in our minds that we go that far that we give people trust up front. Yep, brilliant. And, and that's for a lawyer who is used to punishment. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, that must have been an amazing transformation for you or transition, I should say, going from a lawyer to doing what you're doing right now. I mean, how was that tra transition? Oh, it first, it's, it's, it's confusing because you feel unhappy with the role you're playing. And I felt I was playing that role. And I had fun when I went to court and could do my speaker type of stuff, standing in front of the judges and playing. And I thought, that's fun. But when you are in a normal company, you couldn't do it. So I became independent. And then people ask you and say, hey, do you have time to be on stage? So I just started. And then I was in that transformation, transition to looking at engagement instead of control and looking how we could help people. So it was fun. And I must say that the, the, the final help came from my two coaches from South Africa and New Zealand, Mike and Landy, who really helped me to, to make it more polished. Mm. Because I knew it, but you need someone who helps you to polish it, to make your message more clear. And... I think I'm there at the age of 62, so you're never too old to, to do that transition. But, hey, um, the, yeah, well, the, the point is a lot of people at 50 are seriously brain deaf. They, they are walking in lines like a machine, and they are doing the stuff the whole day, what they did before. And if you step out of, and we say out of your comfort zone, and that's a little bit blur word, but... It's true. If you make a next step sideways in, instead of front, you will see that there is some difference and that you can have a different look. I used walking the Camino in Spain to, to make that more clear for myself, wow. to make clear what is, what is your purpose in life and mm. what are your core values and what are you going to do with the next 20 years? Yep, yep, Because that's We focus on retirement, but then life begins again in another form. Yes. So you need to focus when you're 50 on what am I doing when I'm 70 or 75 instead of saying, oh, I need another 15 years. Yep. I have to. Yep. The day I remember in Auckland, New Zealand, I know you were here, you and I met. The day that I met you, I don't know if you know the story, is the day before I left my global role. And I had started my brand new career and it was uncomfortable, 50 years of age. And I'm yeah. like, here I am. And I got out of that, that that role and go off to do my thing. But of course, of course, a lot of it was around the tumor of the voice and, and on the vocal cord and all that and coming through that. But you're so right, Paul. I mean, that was uncomfortable, but then it became comfortable. 
And the thing that was really important, interesting was I found that then the corporate world was the actually not my comfort zone. I was feeling uncomfortable, but I just didn't realize it. So yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, wow. Listeners, what a wonderful mashup and wonderful news or insights and sharing by our three guests who have just shared there wonderfully. So that's Mark, Russ, and Paul. So thank you to those three who have shared. And if you really are interested in those different episodes, Mark is on episode 108, Russ is on episode 110, and Paul is on episode 111. And they will be in the show notes for you as well, listeners. Hey, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, come along and join those different platforms. Love to see you there. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being published. Download them, have a listen, and put a review and a rating. Feel free to share them with your friends, your family, your network. Hey, if there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show, or if there's a question you have for my guests as I interview them, or if you have a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey, it's always great having you here with us. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.